In the past, there's always been stories about the future. Like in the early 1900s, we thought there would be flying cars. But in 1903, we had just invented the airplane. In 1968, a space odyssey predicted that in 2001, we'd be sending manned flights to Jupiter. But a year later, we put a man on the moon for the first time and have not been back since. And now in the present, most future predictions are getting grimmer as our climate continues to deteriorate and our living conditions begin decaying. In 2018, the game Detroit Become Human thought that by 2036, we'll have developed lifelike home robots that are accessed by the public. And scientists have predicted that in a billion years, the sun will expand and overheat us all. So that really begs the question, what do our future predictions say about us in the present? about the future say that the present is right. I think this because I read the poem A Song on the End of the World by Mislav represents this exactly. This text is about how humans do not want to believe that certain things are coming, like the future. I think this because in the poem the author writes as if people are doing the same thing over and over again and they're just pushing through life. I think this poem opens one's eyes to the truth that being that they should see the world for all it can be rather than what we think it is. A poem is as long, I mean, a quote is, as long as the sun and the moon are above, as long as the bubble bees visit a rose, as long as rosy infants, it is happening now. I think this quote portrays the idea that as long as, we, as the world lives on, no one has the slightest idea that anything else will happen. Uh, I agree with that. I read By the Waters of Babylon, which was a post-apocalyptic short story. And to build on to your bit, like we have to see the world for all it is, I read from The Waters of Babylon. Perhaps in the old days, they acknowledged too fast. And I think that shows that the more developed and efficient a civilization becomes, it becomes less stable because no longer seeing all the meaning inside of one thing, even though it's pretty small. And I think that's definitely a problem with technology and social media. Like now, today, like now, you can watch 15 second videos on TikTok and you just keep scrolling and your brain becomes wired to not have an attention span beyond 15 seconds. And the simple things like tying your shoes or turning on a light or vacuuming, a lot of these things are now pretty automated. Uh, you just, it just kind of loses the meaning. Back to what Kate said about like simple tasks. I read There Will Come Soft Rains by Red ray bradbury and a quote from that i got is in the kitchen the breakfast stove gave a hissing sigh and injected from its warm interior eight pieces of perfectly brown bread eight eggs sunny side up 16 slices of bacon two coffees and two glasses of milk this quote shows the house in this text making the people breakfast showing that humanity is being viewed as getting lazy over time and this story takes place in 2026 which is not very far away um now going back to what ashley said um i read dreams winter and a couple quotes i found were i dream of snow kids playing in the snow and like these quotes show that in this like imagined future we will, could be missing so much and like we should appreciate everything that we have now just like ashley was saying before like especially these quotes in general they talk about i'm dreaming of snow like this is based off as 
um, a poem in the future. And now these kids are living through this life where they don't get to experience all the normal things that we had when we were younger. So I feel like it just shows that like going into the future, we should like appreciate the things that we have now. I completely agree with what you're saying. But I have a poem, The Powwow at the End of the World, that kind of goes against this. It's by Sherman Alexie, and the main idea of this poem that I think is that is being, that being present with the people you love is also important. I think that throughout this poem, the author talks about how her and her driver ostracized for who they were, and she says she wouldn't forgive the world until it died, until the end of the world, and she wouldn't settle for anything less, and I think she could have really missed out on a lot of opportunities with a lot of other people that didn't accept her. But in the end, she did stay true to who she was with her tribe. A quote from, the, from this poem is, one story will teach us how to pray, another story will make us laugh for hours, the third story will give us a reason to dance. I am told by many of you that I must forgive, and so I shall when I am dancing with my tribe at the powwow at the end of the world. This quote exemplifies proudness and love. She is proud of who she is, being present with rather than making peace with the rest. Yeah, I feel that I feel that your poem and my story kind of have to, has the theme that like no matter how bad something was or how much hardship you faced, you have to kind of focus on the now and focus how things can be better. Yeah. Like from the Waters of Babylon, there were men who were here before us. We must build again. And I feel like it's like, yeah, it was bad in the past and society did fail, but I feel that now we have to work to rebuild so we can be back to what we once were. And I feel that's also shown by the quote, they were men, they went a dark road, but they were men. I feel like that shows that a society can travel a dark road, quote unquote, and can be weak, but you can still be human. And when you're human, you should still try and find meaning and try to be the best person you can. Kind of connecting to what you just said, I pulled a quote from Dreams Winter and it's, I remember reading that a few years ago in a book I pulled out of a ditch, but I didn't need to see this proved. And I feel like this shows that like, as humans, like we're gonna be missing what books were about. Like this is a story about how the future, and I feel like as we go on, like what you just said about like looking into the future, I feel like we're gonna be missing books and like, it's just gonna all turn into like technology, like we were saying before, it's gonna be all technology and nothing's gonna be like book learning and it's all just gonna be like remote and I feel like it just takes away in the future that humans will be humans. Yeah, because I feel like part of our humanity is kind of being physical. Like there are things about books you can't get with technology, for example. Like there's old book smell, there's new book smell, there's creasing the books and like cracking the spine and stuff, but you won't be able to get that with a tablet or a computer. So I feel that once kind of inevitably we all kind of move over to tablets and ebooks and stuff and books become less and less used that experience of like the old book smell and stuff that really means nothing but as a human really means a lot will be lost and like Kim said we'll start to lose our humanity because we won't really have those experiences anymore everything will just be replaced by a perfectly efficient and overdeveloped screen. I feel like my texts are so different from all of you guys so um a quote I found is is today is August 4th 2026 
said a second voice from the kitchen ceiling in the city of Allendale, California. This shows a technological advancement that has happened, and it's just like a, something you would find in your house right now, um, or could find in your house, like an Alexa or Echo or Siri or anything like that. And it's just like that shows that like we keep on getting closer to these authors from like the 1900s view of the future because of all these technological advancements. Yeah, I feel that these stories are kind of saying that the future is just a consequence of the present. Like with kin things, how we are slowly losing those human experiences because we are overdeveloping with technology and that's the present. Once we overdevelop technology, the future, we will lose uh, we'll lose our humanity in a way. And with yours, with yours, Ella, um, again, once we continue to overdevelop technology, we will begin losing our humanity and eventually, like, from there will come soft rains, there will be able to house, there will be a house that will be able to completely function without any human inside it. I have a poem that differs from all of yours. It has a much deeper meaning, I believe. It's the beginning of, it's the beginning of the end of the world by Lucille Clifton. It is about acceptance, I believe. I have a quote, maybe then, when we watch them turn us, turn from us faithless at, at last and walk in a long line alone. This quote relies on the reader's imagination to fill in the rest. I think giving the, re giving the reader ideas about the end of the world could come at any time and place. We as humans have to let it happen regardless of what we want, being aware of having peace trail on. I think this poem mostly just talks about how some things are gonna happen and there's nothing we can do to stop them from happening. And rather than fighting it, we just have to let it be. I think going on with, especially of what Ella said in her text about like the house, I have a quote from Dreams Winter that goes, like the little kids on the old soup cans and also my dining room, we used to have windows like that. Do you remember dining rooms, kid? I feel like that kind of connects to the fact that in the future we could be ending up in these houses that will do absolutely everything for us and we will be so dependent on like having everything done for us that like there won't be these soup cans, there won't be these dining rooms anymore because everything is just so developed on technology and like the present we have now will just be completely lost like especially what with Kate was saying and like humanity like humans have developed so much and developed on to the fact that like all that we do is rely on technology and with like this technology developing the human like race and how we like lived and worked and and just everything in general will just decline and will be so dependent on technology. Back to what you were saying about the dining room and how the guy was asking if you, if the other person remembered what dining rooms were, I found a quote that kind of relates to it. Um, it's, the dirty dishes were dropped into a hot washer and emerged twinkling dry. Um, that shows that like technology technology has taken over doing the dishes which is such a simple task but like you'll never be able if technology takes over doing the dishes completely you'll never get that feeling of like all the dishes being cleaned because you did something you'll never get a feeling of accomplishment that like oh i just cleaned it up 
going there thinking of that yeah i feel that all these stories like all these stories about the future are kind of just a negative reflection of our present like now we have dishwashers and we just use those but i feel in these future stories instead of dishwashers there are machines that do it i guess they'd still be dishwashers but it's there's more negative consequence in a way than there would be now i agree i think that the more generations that come up the more that they will lose their innocence at a younger age and in most of these stories it kind of shows how their world is changing faster than we can blink and it's hard for them to keep up with that i feel like all these stories that like about the future show like all of these different things especially like i feel like a lot of them show that like people in the present see where our future could end up going and i feel like that shows a lot that shows like what they see now could end up being something even greater even if it's for the better or for the worse and i feel like people now just have a lot of power to like show what they think i feel like all these texts have just taught us like our future is like becoming less dependent on like people themselves doing things and like there's going to be a machine to do it for us and all you gotta do is come up with that machine and then you'll be all set and then you don't have to do that like simple task anymore i agree i think all of these authors are trying to show us that we should be present in the moment and accept like small forthcomings that may come so we can really just truly live and i think the poems that i read represent the idea that all things come suddenly we must let them come peacefully and to let ourselves embrace who we are and to not let the fear of the future stop us from living in the present. That's a really good point. Thank you. I'm just gonna say that no other commentary. <laughs> so what does it all mean? In my opinion stories about the future say that people are just getting lazier and there will come soft rains which takes place in 2026 we are shown so many examples of technology taking over. So many machines in the house do everyday tasks that are simple because people are just getting lazier. I completely agree with you, Ella. I think that like all these stories show that the present day people are, yeah, getting lazier. And I feel like that shows that our future is gonna be declining rapidly because there's gonna be nothing that's actually human-based anymore and it'll be all technology. Adding on to what Kim said, I think stories about the future are like warning signs. We as humans tend to repeat the same mistakes, and these stories are indicators that if we keep making the same mistakes, and some, the world will come to an end and there won't be anything we can do about it. There are so many stories about the future and very few about the present. This gives us the power of change and capability and is up to us, and it's up to each one of us as individuals to decide what that means to us. I feel like also adding on to what you just said, I feel like stories help us realize and appreciate everything that we have now because we don't know that going into the future if we will have anything like everything could just disappear and we could just lose everything and then we're going to be missing all the present day things that we did have yeah i feel that stories about the future help us realize what can be wrong with our present and how that can contribute to our future exactly these poems and stories explain that life is shorter than we tend to think, and if we keep acting like we're guaranteed mm -hmm. tomorrow, then life will become a poor cycle. 
In the poem I had, there was a lot about how these kids were missing everything that they had, and I feel like that definitely connects to, like, how all these stories we hear, we should really, like, appreciate what we have now. Yeah, I feel like all these stories that we read in ELI class just show us, like, what, what might be to come in the future, or, like, what people view people as. Yeah, I feel like all these stories have in common that something is wrong with our present, but if we can change it, then the future won't end up like the story is trying to tell us. Some of these stories show that life is changing before us and appreciate and appreciating everything that comes along is the only way to truly live. Staying true to yourself and others, getting up and seeing the world before it tarnishes, seeing the innocence of people while they still have it. I feel like overall, this is all just saying that people are going to get lazier and every technology is going to take over and people are going to end up missing everything that they had before. Very good point.